Hello, Greenvillians, and welcome to another episode of Greenville Miked, your favorite local podcast for all things happening in Greenville, including noteworthy news, restaurant reviews, events coming up this week, and more. I'm Tracy. And I'm Will. And this is the Weekly Rundown. Hello, everyone. It's Monday, October 16th. We're getting into some chilly temperatures this week. Finally. I am so excited. I know. Me too. Literally, finally. Break out those flannels, y'all. And speaking of the staples of fall, we went to Skytop Apple Orchard over the weekend, and it was epic. It was epic. If you haven't heard of Skytop, it's a super popular apple orchard near Hendersonville, And it's actually less than an hour from us here in Greenville, which is pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty amazing we're this close to some of the really cool spots like this in the mountains. Yeah, I guess that's just life in the foothills. But we're going to be talking more about Skytop for our Eats and Treats segment today. But just to give you an overview, you drive up to the top of this mountain in Flat Rock. And if you go on a weekend, there's going to probably be like a thousand people there. Oh, yeah. So many people. But it's a big farm. So there's so much parking and there's so much to do. They have all these little different things like an apple cannon or they have goats that the kids can feed or like big pumpkins that you're big at not big pumpkins big apples that you can crawl in and out of so all that to say all the people that are there doesn't feel stifling but you should be prepared for lines to buy apples and especially to get donuts yeah for sure the apple cider donut line was really long but it went by quick Depending on where you go, there's different varieties of apples that you can pick for yourself depending on whether or not they're in season, but you can also buy them pre-picked. Yep. And there's also a bakery and you can buy apple pies and apple cider, hot apple cider, spiked apple cider, (laughs) caramel apples, apple butter, literally anything else apple related you have ever dreamed of. It's amazing. It was really amazing. And not all the apples were gone. So you guys should definitely go if you haven't been. It's not too late in the season. Yep, for sure. And also, man, we got to talk about this too. It was fall for Greenville this past weekend. What a fun weekend. Seriously, so much going on. Fall for Greenville, equally packed, equally wild as Skytop Apple Orchard. Oh, yeah, for sure. We went for a little bit on Saturday and there's just so much food and a pretty awesome music lineup. You buy sheets of tickets, which you basically trade in for food and drink items, which I feel like gives it a high-end carnival vibe. Mm, yeah. <laughs> minus the rides, of course. Right, minus the rides. It's like the food of the carnivals, if the food was actually really good local restaurants. And not just like funnel cakes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. There are so many people out there, though. Really crowded. If you're into festivals, it is totally probably the king of Greenville festivals. But if you don't like big crowds... And honestly, as introverts, we're not quite as big into the festival scene. And so it can kind of feel like a lot. So totally get that if you feel that way. Uh, feedback for the city. And we're, t- we're about to talk more about the new parking website here in a second. But we tried to use it to find parking and like the different garages that was open. And all that. I mean, there was a there was not very much parking left because, you know, it's fall for Greenfield. So many people are there. Um, but. We thought there was supposed to be 30-something spots left at the One City Plaza garage, which is what the app said, uh, or the website. And then as we were driving up to go in, it was closed, and there was a sign that said it was full. And we were like, dang, what the heck? Right, even though the website said that spots were still open. Right. Um, it didn't end up being a huge deal for us, and we parked at Unity Park and w- just walked over. Um, 
But it is a really cool resource. They just need to make sure it's accurate in the trial of a big event like Fall for Greenville. Yeah, they do. And I think it's actually going to be a really cool resource. Just saying that as a point of feedback there. Still got a little ways to go. But overall, there was a lot going on this past weekend. We had a blast. We hope you guys did too. But now it's time to get into some new and noteworthy news for this week. First up, coming from our friends at Greenville Today, here is a list of prominent places to buy your pumpkins around town. We know you guys have been waiting anxiously for this. It's mid-October, y'all. If you don't have a pumpkin sitting outside your house at this point, you're doing fall all wrong. Yeah, even though we literally just bought some yesterday. Right. Until that point, we were doing it all wrong. (laughs) So... I Yeah, I mean that as a means of encouragement. Go get a pumpkin at one of these places. First up, we've got the Greenville State Farmer's Market at 1354 Rutherford Road in Greenville. They've got all the pumpkins you could dream of and more. You know a farmer's market is definitely a move when it comes to pumpkin buying, as is the Golden Strip Pumpkin Patch, 301 North Main Street in Simpsonville. They not only have giant pumpkins, but also mums and flint corn. Do you know what flint corn is? Um, I feel like I know what it is, but I don't know. Is it just like, I don't know. I feel like I know what it is. Like It's like the <laughs> corn you use to like decorate, right? Oh, okay. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of like colorful corn. That's like what maize. I'm thinking, but let's take one second to Google it. Yeah, got to figure this out. I think I've just never heard that wording before, you know? Yeah. Is it colorful so, corn? It is. It's a colorful corn. Okay. Um, It is likened to be hard as flint, hence the name. So basically, if you're decorating your front porch with little hay bales and pumpkins and mums, you might also want flint corn. Yeah. It completes the picture. I also just had to Google what is flint. (laughs) (laughs) What is flint? Please let us know. It's it's a hard rock. It's a form of rock. (laughs) I guess you don't eat this corn. Okay. Good to know. Don't eat it. Use it to decorate. I'm going to have to look more into flint corn after this. I'm Googling, can you eat flint corn? I think I'm even more confused about what flint corn is right now. It's very hard. So can you eat it or not? So it can be used for cornmeal grits and some other things. So you can eat it. But I don't think you just like eat it off. Off the cob? Yeah. Okay. All All right. right. Anyways. Next week, more about (laughs) flint corn. But for now, just know the Golden Strip Pumpkin Patch has some. I'm sure the people who know what flint corn is, wait. Don't need this explanation. (laughs) And also, also, if they're looking for that, they'll know where to go. Yeah, that's true. And if you haven't known about flint corn, you probably won't want some as a result of this conversation. Probably not. Sorry, we're not the best salespeople for flint corn. All right. All right. Anyways, third up, we've got Denver Downs at 1515 Denver Road in Anderson. You can take home a pumpkin, enjoy a few rides, and go find your way through a Reba-themed corn maze. More on that in a minute. I actually went to Denver Downs with some friends last year, and the maze was actually really fun. It was pretty challenging at times. We were definitely thoroughly lost at one point, which I feel like is kind of the whole point of the maze, you know? It's got to be good enough to get you pretty thoroughly lost. And so I love a good puzzle. So I was all about it. Yeah, but you did not love the one we got lost in a few years ago in Atlanta. No, that's true. But that's also because I was totally bonked from lack of food. I was like dizzy and lost and surrounded by walls of corn that I wasn't allowed to eat. And don't even know if they were flint corn or whether they were edible or what. But I thought I was going to die when we went. Yeah, you're also being like a little bit of a drama queen Yeah, you that would, day. You wouldn't say that if you experienced what I experienced in that corn. 
Bring some snacks, y'all, if you're going <laughs> to do a maze. Lastly, you can also check out Stewart Farms at 6474 Highway 92 in, is it Innery? Do you say Innery? I feel like I say Honory. Honory? Honory or Innery. Sorry, locals can correct us there. Take your pick of pumpkins on this 70-acre pumpkin patch. Pretty huge. The farm also has a daytime and nighttime wagon rides and another Reba-themed corn maze. Okay. When I first read about this, I was telling Tracy, and she thought it was a typo that I'd said a second Reba-themed corn maze. Well, yeah, I didn't understand the deal with Reba McIntyre-themed corn mazes, uh, but there's a whole bunch of them out there, and we looked it up, and it's a thing. It's definitely a thing. Apparently, to promote her new book, Not That Fancy, she partnered with 40 farms nationwide to create Reba-themed corn mazes for the fall. And I have to say, this is one of the most unique marketing ploys that I've ever heard of. Oh, yeah. It's totally genius. We also learned that there's a single company called The Maze, M-A-I-Z-E, which is an agritainment company that basically goes to all these farms and turns their corn into a maze. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. I honestly always thought the farms themselves designed the mazes, but... It's actually just this one company that does, and Reba, in her genius or her marketing team's genius plan, partnered with them, and now all the mazes across the country are Reba themed. So, anyways, the whole system's really interesting. Yeah, it is. It's crazy what people get into and the businesses they run. Yeah. But in other news, Municipal Election Day is less than a month away. It's going down on Tuesday, November 7th. First, you're going to want to make sure you are registered to vote, and hopefully you are because you must be registered 30 days before Election Day. So if you're not, you might be out of luck this year. If you're unsure if you're registered, you can actually Google My SC Votes, and they'll have you put in some basic info, and then it'll tell you if you're registered, and then it'll also let you know where you're supposed to vote. Yeah, that's really useful because I always forget where I'm supposed to vote. Yeah, me too, honestly. And secondly, you should probably know what you'll be voting on in the city of Greenville. So here's the rundown on that. You'll be voting for mayor, three city council members, District 1, 3, and an at-large seat, and the commissioner of public works. So without further ado, here are your candidates. For mayor, we have Mayor Knox White, who has been our mayor for Quite some time now. 28 years. Yeah. And I think this is actually his last time he will be running. Kind of Win or lose. Um, And he's taking on Michelle Shane. And then for the city council district one, we have John DeWorkin, who is running unopposed. So I guess you have to vote for him or write somebody in. Uh, And then city council district three, we have Ken Gibson also running unopposed. And then the city council member at large, we've got Dorothy Doe and Randall Fowler. And then the commissioner of public works, we have Philip Kilgore, uh, and he's also running unopposed. Uh, so, I mean, not a ton of things to I vote know. on, I guess. But at least two of those positions you can vote on. Yeah. The city of Greenville's polling places will be open on Tuesday, November 7th from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. All right. Get out there and vote, y'all. Next development, a neighborhood cafe named Otherlands is now open at 731 Rutherford Road. It is both a coffee shop and brewery. They've also got cocktails, food, and pastries. Yeah, I'm eager to try this spot. They have a really cool vibe and possibly the most curated Instagram feed I have seen in a long time. Yeah, it was actually really impressive scrolling through it. And it was like done over a period of years and months, so... 
yeah, definitely check out their Instagram. Also, part of their mission involves being a slow pace for fast lives. They have a description of this on their website that I actually thought was really cool. So I'm just going to read it. Yeah, go for it. Quote, our products serve as gateways for connection, offering individuals the chance to open themselves up to the air around them, the earth beneath their feet, the feelings in their chest, the words of those near. Our space is an opportunity to disconnect and slow down. Quality, for us, isn't a pursuit of praise or fame. It's a channel for dialogue and introspection. Bad beer detracts. Great beer integrates. The best wines meld with the surroundings, evoking only quiet recognition. Everything we do and create is in an effort to facilitate slow. Yeah, you did say bad beer detracts and not distracts. Oh, true. Bad beer distracts. Great beer integrates. Yeah, but nonetheless, that is very poetic. Um, And honestly, I appreciate that value. We do live in very busy and distracted lives. So I think emphasizing slowing down is really important. And I'm actually reading a book about that exact concept right now. I know. I thought of you when I was reading that. Someone on their staff is a writer at heart for sure. As an English major, I can definitely see the signs. We're definitely excited to try it out. Yeah, for sure. And last story of the week, the city of Greenville launched a tracker which updates every 30 seconds, providing real-time parking availability to drivers looking for a spot. I know we were saying earlier that we were having a little bit of trouble with this over the weekend, but I think that had more to do with the rapidly filling up parking decks during the festival than anything else. Yeah, I agree. I actually think this is going to be a really helpful resource for everyone in the future. Tracy actually added a shortcut to her phone home screen for easy access. I did. And that was honestly, that's the move if you haven't done that yet. Oh, yeah. Um, you got to be able to pull it up quickly if needed. And you guys can too by heading to greenvillesc.gov and clicking the parking icon. The tracker shows green if there are plenty of spots, yellow if the garage has fewer than 100 spaces, and red if the lot is full. Also, the website shows the exact number of spaces available. So pretty new age stuff right here. It also gives you an address for each of the lots, which is definitely helpful, especially for those who are visiting Greenville or have friends and family coming in from out of town. And also, it just saves so much of the frustration of driving around from lot to lot and hoping they don't say full, which, as we said, did still happen (laughs) to us once, but hopefully it will never happen again. Yeah, just working through the kinks. And it's finally time for the segment that you've all been waiting for, Eats and Treats, where we give you the lowdown on the hottest, tastiest restaurants to hit up around town. Eats and Treats is brought to you by Common Pops, delicious frozen popsicles made with local ingredients right here in the upstate. Tracy, did you know that Common Pops Pumpkin Spice Pop just got ranked the best fall-themed popsicle flavor in the world by local popsicle news source, Will and Tracy Ranked Popsicles. Don't tell me you paid for another LLC. The people need to know. Try the best fall popsicle in the world for yourself at one of over 30 wholesale vendors around Greenville or follow them on Instagram at Common Pops to find one of their carts around town this weekend. This week, as alluded to at the beginning of the episode, we're going to be reviewing Skytop Orchard and more specifically, the apple cider donuts at Skytop. And before you guys say anything about us always talking about donuts, this is the second week in a row and we'll take a break next week. Didn't we talk about something else last week? Oh, two weeks ago, we talked about donuts. Yeah, we talked so about pizza last week. We so, did. Yeah. yeah. Can't complain too much. Two right. out of the last three weeks was donuts. 
But we'll take a break. Yeah. For a little bit. We will. Not but from we'll, eating donuts, but no. from talking about them. But we'll talk about them pretty soon anyway. Yeah. <laughs> we can't stop. All right. This is a little unconventional eats and treats segment too, because this isn't actually a restaurant and it's actually not in Greenville. But Skytop is kind of like a once every fall tradition for a large portion of Greenvillians. So it just feels right to bring everyone into this conversation. Yeah. Or one of the other mini apple orchards pretty close to us. There's actually a really cool list of them. But we've been to Skytop two years in a row. And it's so close to Greenville. It's such an easy day trip for a Saturday. And honestly, everyone needs to know about these donuts. They do. They're a huge deal. Like the line we stood in literally wrapped around this field in front of the window. And there was a sign from Skytop that said they're worth waiting in line for. So you know that this line is the norm. Oh, yeah. It's definitely a crazy line. But they're a big deal. Also, for how fast the line was moving and how continually long it is, they've got to be cranking out like, I don't know, 100 donuts every couple minutes all day long. Yeah, and it's a smooth operation for sure. They're prepped for the crowds, but let's get into these donuts. And I think they're maybe the softest donuts I've ever had in my life. Oh, yeah, they are so soft. So I had to look this up because I was trying to figure out what makes them so soft. Apple cider donuts are cake donuts, but the added ingredient, apparently, according to the internet, so feel free to check me on this, but the ingredient that makes them softer than other cake donuts is buttermilk. Oh, buttermilk. That's interesting. And how does that make them softer? So apparently buttermilk activates baking soda. And so they rise more and they get more fluffy than your average cake donut, which is a little more dense. Okay, that's good to know. We'll have to try to make um, some of our own at some point. But in addition to the softness, there's a light crunch on the outside from the sprinkled sugar and the flavor from the apple cider is so good. It's mostly sweet with a slight tartness. Yeah, and I think also what sets them apart is you can totally tell they're made with fresh apples there on the orchard or fresh apple cider from the orchard. You know, like when you taste something that's apple flavored and it's kind of either like really strong or really tart. These are not like that at all. They're definitely apple, but the flavor isn't artificially overpowerful and they have a nice cinnamon spice to them as well. Oh, so good. Yeah, you can definitely see why people go crazy over them. They're soft and delicious. They're so quintessentially fall. And also, I think maybe because the buttermilk, like you were talking about, or just the different way of making them in general, you don't really find a lot of traditional donut shops making anything like them. So they're kind of one of a kind. I know. I thought about that, too. Like, why doesn't everyone make these as like a special edition in the fall? Lots of people make apple flavored or like pumpkin flavored, but there's nothing quite like these apple cider donuts you find at the orchards. We haven't tried some from another orchard like Jeter Mountain, which we almost went to. Uh, So if anyone has tried some other ones, DM us, give us your review because Sky Tops are 10 out of 10. I agree. So good. And if you haven't been, it's such a fun trip to take the family or your significant other or honestly... I would go by myself to pick apples and get donuts. Oh, yeah. I might go by myself. (laughs) If you were unavailable, I would go. (laughs) Yeah. So definitely hit up Skytop if you haven't yet this fall. All right. And last up, we've got to cover some events for your week and weekend. So Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, the Greenville Country Music Festival is going down at the CCNB Amphitheater in Simpsonville. I feel like we've had music festivals like every weekend for several weeks now. Yeah, we're going to be the new Nashville before long. Yeah, we are. I think our 
what was our title of our episode a couple weeks ago is that Greenville is a place with festivals galore. Yeah. It is proving true. It is. At this rate, we will be Nashville. But at this country music festival, you can enjoy line dancing, multiple stages, tons of great festival food and fun, and more great music with your favorite country artists like Luke Grimes, Cody Johnson, Bailey Zimmerman, Brooks Dunn, and many more. There may still be some tickets left, so you should head to GVLFest.com for tickets. Also on Friday in Simpsonville, where the party seems to be going down this weekend, Oktoberfest is happening downtown from 5.30 to 10 p.m. Admission is free, and there will be food, drinks, live music featuring the Foothills Oompa Band and (laughs) kids' activities. Yeah, I actually looked up the Foothills Oompa Band, and they're a German festival band that's been providing music and fun for 27 consecutive Oktoberfests going back to 1996. The year you were born, Tracy. Wow. They have as much Oktoberfest experience as I have life experience. Exactly. And that means a lot because you've got a lot of life experience. I do. They are like booked out all around the Southeast this time of year. So prepare yourselves for the cream of the crop of German festival bands. Okay. Also on Friday, Fireforge is having live music by Amongst the Trees from 6 to 9 p.m. Amongst the Trees describe themselves as funky neo-folk jam grass, which may or may not be anything close to what the Foothills Oompa Band will be playing, because I don't know if I can picture the sound of neo-folk jam grass. I imagine it's not the same. Probably not. Probably less German and more bluegrass, I would imagine. So go check them out for yourselves and find out. Yeah, do it. And on Saturday, the Farmer's Market in downtown Greenville is happening from 8 to 12. This weekend and next weekend are your last chances to go before it comes back in May. But another reason to be downtown on Saturday is the Greenville Hard Cider and Donut Fall Fest taking place at 22 East Coffee Street from 2 to 8 p.m. It's a part bar hop, part sweet celebration featuring four bars and restaurants, live DJs, beer, hard cider, hard seltzer, and 1,000 free donuts. And you have me at free donuts. So tickets start around $20. Did we break our promise about talking about donuts? Or since it's the same episode, it doesn't count. It doesn't count. Okay. You can hold us to it next week. Also, the donuts are free after the $20, Yeah, that's I guess. why I kind of chuckled. But um, yeah, I guess the $20 just pays for all the other stuff, you know? Yeah. And the donuts themselves are free. I know. They're trying to hook me, which maybe they are. They I, probably I, are. I was hooked. Yeah. Do you know who's providing the donuts? They don't say yet, but more details should be released this week. Mm, okay. That part is a crucial piece of information. We're definitely in the thick of festival season, as we said earlier, because Saturday is also the 2023 Greenville Craft Beer Festival happening from 12 to 4 p.m. at Floor Field. They're going to have over 100 different beers, live music, and festivities like Cornhole and Giant Jenga. You can head to GVLBeerFest.com for tickets that start at $55. Designated driver tickets are $20. And lastly, on Saturday, it's opening night for the Swamp Rabbits. We talked about this last weekend being their preseason game, but this is the first of the actual season. They're taking on the Norfolk Admirals at Bonscores at 7.05 p.m., So get a pretzel. Uh, They're definitely on my pretzel rotation for sure. You know, you should start a Greenville pretzel club. I probably should. I really need to find my fellow pretzel aficionados out there. I'm sure they're out there. Hit us up if you're down to be part of the club. 
Yeah. And that's it for our show today. Thanks so much for tuning in to Greenville Mike this week. Please remember to like, subscribe. And if you are listening in downtown right now, go ahead and drop us a five-star review in whatever app you're using. Um, And honestly, if you're not in downtown, just give us a five-star review. But if you're in downtown, especially give us a five-star review. Right. If you're listening downtown right now, you're required to give us a review. Basically. If you're not, it's recommended. Highly recommended. (laughs) You've been chosen. And I say this every now and then, but if you guys have any feedback on what you'd like to hear more of or less of on the show, please shoot us a DM on Instagram at Greenville Mike. If you don't have an Instagram, you can email me at will at greenvillemike.com. We want to be a podcast of the people for the people. So let us know what you want to hear. For sure. Give us anything you've got and we'll catch you guys next week for the next weekly rundown. See ya.